Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the BTS Bubble. I'm so excited because in today's episode I'm having another interview but this time with a fanfic writer. So I will introduce her. She goes by the like the name Fraulein March. So welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. Yeah, and you you pronounce the name quite quite well actually. Fraulein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fraulein. 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 Yes. Yeah. German and Swedish isn't very like it's different, but like it's not very very different. Yeah. We're both in the in the German German Germanish Germanic speak tree. Oh, what is yeah, we are close. Yeah. So, anyways, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm a little bit nervous, actually. That's okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I pass the time with plotting and a bit writing. Yeah. Perfect. Um. So, I actually... Here's the thing. Just a background info why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Um... For like a while back, I don't remember if it was like a couple of months ago, I think, I don't remember, or, or weeks, I'm terrible at this, but it was a while ago and I asked on my Instagram story if someone had some good recommendations for, you know, fanfics. And one of my lovely patrons and my dear friends, she actually recommended your, um, your story, Songbird. And I read it, and I was obsessed. Um, I haven't been able to read, um, like that's that's the the latest fanfic I've read. Like I haven't read since that one, um, and it, it it was so good. And I was like, I need to have you on the podcast. And it took a while for me to like build up the courage. And I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm I'm honored that you asked me actually, and uh, I'm thankful for that reader to recommend my story. Of course, she spoke so kind and lovely words about you, and she is a lovely soul herself. So when she recommended you, I was like, it has to be good. And then I read it and I was like, well, it's obviously like it's really good. So and I know she's very excited for you to be on the podcast. So she wa- she wants to tell you that she really likes your writing. Yeah, so I think we're just going to jump in with the interview questions. So, how did you begin with writing and what did your journey look like? Okay. Um, actually, I wrote fan fiction um, several years back, actually. Mm-hmm. I got into fan fiction um, when I was abroad. I did um, an au pair year in the US. Yeah. And I was starting to read Harry Potter, actually, there. Okay. I started with Harry Potter fan fiction. That's cool. <laughs> um, there, there is a website where all these old stories are, and I, I haven't read those for ages actually I'm, I might be embarrassed now um, but that is how I 
got into fan fiction and oh. um, fan fiction actually really saved me one year because when I was back in Germany mm-hmm. um, I didn't really know what to do actually yeah and uh, I was yeah I was just passing my time and I used that year to write actually and it helped me not to get depressed actually and and get get mental well, <laughs> to be honest that's amazing and like not amazing that you were feeling that way but like it's <laughs> it's amazing that you find like writing could be not an escape but like maybe some like a coping mechanism mm-hmm. i think that's wonderful um so do you read a lot of like you started writing fan fan fiction but before that, do you did you read a lot, or do you read a lot of books now? Um, I I read a lot actually. Um, mm. When I was younger, not so much, but um, my my parents really got me into reading, mm. and especially my father. And my father um, kind of let's say forced me to read the first story, and it was actually a part of the Jungle Book. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I still remember that story, and um, that is how I got into reading. And I'm, I'm reading a lot. Well, not not in the last few months actually. Before I read every evening, just mm-hmm. to yeah, before sleeping actually. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do that. And at the moment, I can't really read books. I I read fan fiction. Yeah. That. But um, in, at the moment, I'm in a phase where I don't read a lot of books I have to buy, actually. Yeah. But that's yeah. like reading fan fiction is also like it's it's like personally, I think it's valued as much as if you buy a physical copy because you're still reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So. Yeah. You were half forced by your father to uh, read, um, but yeah. that's under that's understandable. Maybe he wanted you to do that. I remember my mother. I I wanted a tattoo when I was younger, when I was in my early teens, and she was like, "If you can read crime and punishment and discuss it with me afterwards, you will get a tattoo, and I will pay for it." Oh. So I started reading it. And I I stopped immediately. I didn't finish the first pa- first chapter. Like I couldn't. So I have never been much for reading, but fan fiction on that now that that that's fun to read. Well, on books you you have to find the right book to read all of it. I mean, there are millions of stories and books out there, and yeah. there are million and million of stories you you can't really get into it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have like when when you started writing? Did you have like a favorite author, author, or like a type of writing that you wanted to like, not copy, but like you were inspired by? Fan fiction or other authors? We can take uh, both. Like whatever you whatever inspired you. Both, like, actual authors, like by profession. Or like fan fiction, like what inspired you? Why I tr- 
yeah, started to write fan fiction again actually was I, I read, like I said, um, a lot of other fan fictions, mm -hmm. but there was always something in the story that made me think, hmm, I wouldn't have done that. Ah. <laughs> I, would have, I would have wrote it differently. And um, I was actually looking for um, a canon. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, in canon um, fan fiction. And there were some fan fictions that were really close to what I was looking for. Yeah. But then suddenly they just, um, yeah, it entered off the timeline. And yeah, I was okay. like a little bit bummed out. And oh, why? Um, yeah, it's, it's not really like I wanted to read a T. Cook history book, something like that. But kind of actually. Okay. That's why I started to write again. But that's, I understand that, because when you, I personally have a lot of, I have a lot of standards, like, there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked for me to say that I like a fanfic, because, like, it it must be good, and it must be, like, it if it's not what I imagine it to be, it can still be a good story, but if it was, it, if it isn't what I imagine it to be, in my mind, I would be, like, disappointed and be like, nah, it wasn't that good. So I understand completely what you're like saying. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, how how do I say it? Um, the the fan pictures are all good for for the other itself. Of course. Um, but it's it's not yeah it's not always my cup of tea. No, and <laughs> sometimes when you when you read you read from your like your own perspective and you come with your own history and your own view on what the members are like and what is going on and sometimes for example you could read a fan fiction and where young cook would be a i don't know um for example he would be a for example we let's say there was a fan fiction where he was a porn star i would have a trouble reading that if that was too close to reality because I can't see him being that in reality uh -huh. so uh -huh. if it's if it's something that I can't imagine then it needs to be like completely spaced out for me to understand but if yeah. it's more like normal-ish story then it can be like I don't know how to explain it but yeah <laughs> I can't explain it either but I know what you say we we understand we we can say that and hopefully yeah. and hopefully those who listens will be like we understand you as well hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> so you how like you write it, you, you you started writing fan fiction um but uh, about BTS uh, or like take hook but how how did you feel like it was like how did you when did you start to find BTS? What was your journey with becoming like an army? Like that entire thing. My journey. <laughs> um, I actually started um, to watch K-dramas first mm. because of a friend. Um, and that friend I actually met on Facebook through a book club. Actually. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> because we um, like the same... Um, writers mm -hmm. um young adult books and a lot of smut and um sports novels contemporary novels 
yeah, yeah. We, we met like that and <clears throat> actually yeah k-dramas and i was covid started and then i got to do k-dramas and i have watched so many k-dramas and let's be honest bts comes up in k-dramas a lot they do and i don't yeah and i was like first at the moment so yeah bts k-pop sure if you like it yeah yours yeah and so and someday um i think i was watching was it sisyphus something like that yeah and um I, I can't remember the name um, from the actress, but she was in the store and there were, um, I think, pictures from Spring Day on the covers of magazines. And she was like, oh my God, I need to take that. I need to take that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, if you are so hyped about that, now I really need to lo- look what the fuss is all about. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I watched Boy With Love, I think. Oh my God. completely understand because I was like this is almost identical to my story because how I became an army because my friend she was she she speaks Arabic Arabic mm-hmm. and she watched K-dramas that had Arabic subtitles so mm-hmm. me being not non-fluent in any of those languages like I got a headache it was another subtitle in another language and I didn't understand anything and then she was sitting next to me in class because it was when I was in school and she put like I remember I don't remember exactly what song it was but she put on a song of BTS and it was like it was so loud and I was so tired and I was in school and I was like turn that off like what are you doing and she was like all hyped because you know it's BTS um and then a few years later I found them on YouTube and I just started watching nonstop. So I I understand your your journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that friend is also army and um she told me about them before but I always ignored them. Yeah. But I think I think BTS comes into your life when they're supposed to. Yes, but I still regret it. <laughs> of course I do too. I because what if I only, like, actually researched it then? I would be there from the beginning. Like, I would be there so much earlier. I would be there for all the things that I missed. Every time I see, like, for example, they, their debut. Like, imagine being there then. Like, I'm so jealous of those who... Like, there's one person I follow on Twitter. And she was, I think it was 2014... She was on this very small, like, concert with them. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, that's before they were, like, big, big. Like, imagine being there from the beginning. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, absolutely. So you said that you're, uh, you started writing fan fiction the first time around with Harry Potter when you were feeling a bit lost. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's exactly that. So... 
what I uh, I presume a writing has had like a lot of like a big effect on your life. For, mm-hmm. I think for everyone, yeah. um, reading or writing, or if um, we can compare it to um, fan, fiction, um, fan artists, yeah. um, it's, it's like an escape for everyone. And if you really get into it and have your own ideas and fantasies about them, mm-hmm. and you know how to write and, and get that out, mm-hmm. it's, it makes you happy. Yeah, so it's been very positive. <laughs> yes. yes. That's yeah. amazing. And I yeah. think I, I love how you're um, talking about like for it to be important for someone, it doesn't have to be a life changing um, meaning. It can also be just a regular escape from the everyday life. Like that's also important. Yeah. So I love yeah, that you're absolutely. I love that you're bringing that up. Um so what is the purpose, or if you have a purpose of your stories? Like, do you have certain things that you want people to feel, or something you want to deliver with your fan fiction? It depends on the story. Okay, so you have like different messages for different stories. Yeah, um, if you take, for example, um, the first story I wrote and I'm still writing, Mm-hmm. It's the um, Canon mm-hmm. <laughs> was That was German pronouncing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I understand, Au. I understand. <laughs> um, it's, I actually wanted to capture um, the journey, the, the feelings of Taeyang. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was going, I mean, all of them went through a lot around um, the last years. But um, if you try to kind of be in his shoes and how he um, observes his surroundings, how mm. he looks at Jungkook and all his feelings, he yeah he experienced um, of becoming who he is. I mean, it's just a guess. Yeah. All, but um, the first fan fiction is. The messages. I will take you on a journey to come with you, um, take you all and come with me into his head and experience his life through his eyes. That is so beautiful. Like, that's so beautiful. Like, both the uh, thought and meaning, but also the way you worded that. I love that. Thank you. That was I mean, beautiful. If you, yeah, if you, it's from his point of view and when you start reading it, him is the story name. Mm-hmm. It's it's from Tian's point of view, and you see him look at Jungkook and what he thinks and how he, yeah, gets to know him and and gets to love him and also the problems they had um, and becoming that couple that they are. Mm-hmm. So that that is actually the purpose. I think I think that's fascinating because as you say, all of the members have gone through an immense of amount of stuff and when it comes to Taeyang I feel like often you can just look at him when he's like doing anything, but he like you see how it kind of like goes into like in his mind, his like his eyes like wander to 
another world like it is he's seeing it from like a different type of glasses you could almost yeah. see that so i love that what you're uh, what you're saying about that and i think it's a really interesting approach to doing a fanfic thank you yeah that's, um, cool. yeah, that, that's just for for one story but for the other stories i mean for the one you read um i call them the inspector mm-hmm. um fan fictions um and the message there is actually um take you on a journey to solve a mystery and yeah there is some blood and gore and but there's also some fun scenes and yeah there's there's smut and there's smut and there's good smut i have to say that (laughs) the the smutty scenes are for those of you who are listening and haven't read do do read them i'm yeah do it because that that was specifically what um the one that recommended you said that the smut scenes is like very hot like Incredible, but I, I thank you. I actually won't continue. Um, it actually takes a lot of time to write those because I want them to be um, realistic, mm-hmm. um, transport readings, and also um, be respectful. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so, I understand because when I write smut scenes, I. I struggle with the thing that I don't want it to sound corny, like false. I want it to be realistic. And sometimes I have read different types of fanfics that I haven't completed them. But I come to a smut scene and there's like, bang on, like they're just like, from out of nowhere, they're just like having sex. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't, and suddenly they do like this acrobatic movements in like and they're in a car in the same time and I'm like how can they move like it, it's important to have like a realistic approach to it while still making it sexy and like because it's not real but like doing it still realistically yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah that's that's also uh, a very good point actually for my fan fictions I want them to be um as realistic as possible yeah and I think that's important because even if you do a fantasy, you could do a fantasy uh, fanfic and still make it realistic. And you can do like a, a normal, like them going to work and dancing and make it totally unrealistic. Like it's a lot about the writing style because I would, you could, you could write about them being like aliens, but you could still make it realistic. But <laughs> you you could, and you could talk about them, going for a drive at the beach and make it totally unrealistic. Like, so there's a lot of things to consider, and I think you're doing a very good job of that. Thank you, <laughs> really, I really appreciate it. So when you write your stories or your fanfics, your, uh, how does your process look like? ideas just suddenly hit me mm-hmm. it's it's just like yeah sometimes during when I shower mm-hmm. <laughs> or do stuff when I shower I, I come up with ideas or <laughs> during other 
things during the day. It's it's mm. just it just pops up in my head, mm. and then I have to write it down, or yeah. I might forget it. Do you have like notes in your phone? Yes, I, yes, I do as I well. Do. <laughs> and I have so many, <laughs> like, and I look at them later, and I was like, "What did I mean?" Like it could be like, <laughs> like what 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 was that idea? Like, but yeah, I do the same. So sorry for interrupting. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just one thing pops up. Um, I, I don't want to spoil my story, but um, for Songbird, it, I know it was December, and I had a day off, and I was thinking mm, I actually want to write a mystery. Mm, but what could I do? Hype, mm, uh, singing. Mm, and suddenly, bam, it was there. And then the ideas came just, yeah, hitting me, flying at me. And then I had to write it down and plot it and, yeah, planning out the chapters. That is actually my process in writing because um, the stories are complicated. Mm. I think for them to be complicated, that they, they are complicated, I have to write them down and I have to plot um chapter by chapter because if you write a mystery um i don't want to contradict myself yeah. and um not um yeah putting loopholes in there or yeah doesn't make it realistic because if you i think you we all know these um classic mystery stories where on the last few pages uh, <laughs> the perp suddenly pops up and was never mentioned before yeah so <laughs> so um, I don't want to do that. I, I hope that the reader reads the stories and um, starts to think also, finds the clues with the inspectors and uh, things with them. That is why I have to plot it so um, it repeats in the story and yeah, it gives um, a red line actually. That's amazing. I, I'm so like I admire you. Like I, I'm inspired by your way of working, because that is ideally how you should do if you're going to have like, you have a very you 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 write complex stuff, not complicated, but like there's a lot of details, as you said, there's a lot of details, yeah. um and yeah. wonderful details and interesting and exciting and like mysterious, but you need to keep like. You need to remember because you you suddenly can't have that. Suddenly, someone is someone's child, and then someone has a green car, and it's like you have to kind of have the basics written down, and yeah, that's cool. I I can't do that. I I try, I, oh I try. I write, but I, I have two um, stories that I'm writing right now, and. I always have to go back to look to remember like wait who was he like sometimes I'm just like I'm when I'm writing I'm in it like I'm in the story so I have to go afterwards go back and check oh he was this old okay wait so I have to like so I I will definitely be inspired by you in that I I I want to be like you as a writer to plot it out <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be. It's like it's it's good, and but it's also good, of course, to have like a flow. And I love what you say that you plot it out, but you still you you get inspiration along the way as you're writing, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. 
And I think it's, um, a, re- it's, it's a rough plot. Mm-hmm. And um, then suddenly, while I write, things just pop up. For example, I was yeah I was writing before mm-hmm. <clears throat> the new <laughs> inspector. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, in the conversation um, on the on the first page, I had like, oh, that's the epilogue. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah but that's it, it always comes up. I think, I think you really have a, because sometimes you can read a fanfic and it can be, you can you can tell by like as a reader that it's very planned and there's not a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you can read fan fictions that you're like very like they're very passionate but you don't understand what's going on because yeah. it, there's not a red line and I think you have found a way to make it both very flowy for the reader and like you have a very good way of making it um seamlessly like even though it's planned it's not like in blocks kind of do you know what I mean yeah, um, I I imagine the stories more um, like a series or a movie in my head. Yeah. And and um, when I write, um, to make it seem that fluent, I I have to have that scene in my head, mm. like you would watch a drama. And I'm actually kind of seeing this scene again and again, so I can give the reader a roundabout of the scene. Ah, that's really cool. Yeah, just imagine I'm standing in a room and looking around, and that is kind of what I'm doing while writing. I have, like I said, the scene in my head, and I watch around the room and just observe. And that is how I write. That's so a really good tip. I, I, like, I don't have any uh, paper in front of me, but I will listen to this again and write that down, <laughs> because that was really good. Like, that was a really good tip. Yeah, and if you if you really can imagine, uh, for me, if I really can imagine and see it in my head and can describe it, so it's yeah, it it makes it more um yeah, it it gives it it gives it life actually. It, the more details you add, and um, you can take the reader really with you. That's yeah, perfect. I and we all thank you for that tip. <laughs> So, <laughs> my pleasure. It was my pleasure. <laughs> so, so when you do uh, write, do you have like, do you have a, like a certain mood where you're like, or you can like, do you need to be in a certain mood or do you have to be like at a certain place or a certain time of the day or are you more like whenever, wherever? Mm, I'm writing at home, actually, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I I need quiet. I mean. I'm not a person that um, can go to the library and just sit down with all people around and uh, write. I okay. can't do that. It, it needs to be quiet. Um, I need to be at home for that. Um, yeah, I, I really need to concentrate. And when I start to write, um, I'm really getting into it. If I'm not really in the zone, um, I just maybe write half a page something like that mm. but then I, I I stop because um I don't want to force myself because mm. if you force yourself it's it's it, w- it won't be good I promise you that and then you will delete it mm. um 
yeah and if i really get into it i, I can write the whole day like like 10 hours wow yeah that's um i can that's cool yeah yeah and if i really 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 get into it and writing um like like i said 10 hours i can write a whole chapter like 10 to 13 pages that's i mean i wow wow that's that, that uh, the, the, i the longest i have done anything i was about to say but like the long, <laughs> i i have made i have made an art piece and i put i think it was like around 10 hours on that or 11 hours and that's the longest i have put on something like that but that's but i understand what you mean that you have to be in the zone because otherwise you will if you say like you, you like you said if you force it out it won't be good because the emotion isn't there. Yeah. So so yeah. when so when you do write, do you write on your phone or your computer or what do you use? Mostly I'm writing um <clears throat> on the computer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes um when I'm lazy <laughs> and I'm in bed, I'm um I'm also writing on my phone. Yeah. But um, mostly um on a computer so I'm much faster there the same for yeah. me I I want I, I I want to like I I, I pick out my I, I take my computer and I want to like set it up so I'm like you know very aesthetically speak like pleasing I have like my a drink and I have my like a candle and everything but usually it just ends up with me laying in the bathtub with my phone and it's not like it isn't as pretty as I want it to be, and it's not like as cool. But yeah, but I'm also faster at computer. I I would be scared that my phone just falls into the water. Oh no! I I always like I love taking baths. I I take like baths every day. I'm not like I it's it's gone to the point where I have to put like a lot of oil into my water so it won't be like dried up as like a racing. <laughs> Because I love taking baths. <laughs> I, but, uh, <laughs> so I well, but I understand the thing with the phone because my family has also been questioning it for a while how I can be with my phone in the bathtub. Like just a day ago, I fell asleep in the bathtub, and oh. <laughs> and I still uh, live at home. So my mom was like, she she woke me up. And uh, then I fell asleep again, and she didn't like get me out from the bathtub, so she I woke up in the bathtub and I saw like a text from my mother. It's time to get up now, and I'm like, <laughs> so. Anyway, we're not going to talk about me bathing. I'm sorry. That's this is really strange. <laughs> this wasn't the topic. Anyways, <laughs> that was, a, oh my god, as I said. A very, oh, let's move. I'm go. I don't. Okay, so next question. Um, do you have any pet peeves in the fanfic world? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I like. I'm. I'm actually crying, and I'm. <laughs> like, but it's it's you know, that's that's a f- fun conversation also about me ba- baiting. That's. You know. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> and I and I said I wouldn't edit. 
<laughs> the episode. <laughs> so the readers will think I'm so strange. Anyways. And then I hear me giggling all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, so. <laughs> <sighs> let's concentrate. Yeah. Sorry, let's concentrate. Yes, okay. let's. Do you have any pet peeves in the fanfic world? <laughs> yes, I do. And what are those? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I kind of mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. That um, in one of my pet peeves is um, irrational behavior. Yeah. And <laughs> that's really, um, I mean, we, we all have fights and it's it's um, natural and it's good to have fights yeah. if you solve them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if there are really irrational um, situations where a, a fight, yeah, breaks out or that I can't um, understand why the person in the fan fiction is, is angry now because it's, it's actually not a big deal. Um, yeah. it, it would be better that, <clears throat> or not better, but if the um, writer would um, explain the character more so I would understand it. So yeah. if I can't follow on or understand why the person reacts like that, that is kind of a pet peeve for me. Yeah. I totally get that because sometimes there's a difference between like you could have like a very irrational behavior because you're like stressed or whatever, but if you just write uh-huh. like Yang Cook dropped his glass of water and suddenly punched the wall, I'd be like, well, uh-huh. that's, that's a little bit too dramatic. Like, but uh-huh. then if the author, as you say, describes like, as if it hasn't been a bad day already, this happens. And, like, if you, like, describe how he is feeling, that yeah. makes it more plausible, like, more uh-huh. easy to imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just, yeah, to understand, um, you you have to follow. That is actually one pet peeve. I just thought of another one. I have, yeah. I have kind of two. Yeah. That's okay, you um, can have many. I have many, so it's okay. <laughs> um. I also, I'm not really a fan when um, they are portrayed um, like girly. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I, there are <clears throat> no machos. Absolutely. They are, for me, they are kind of gender neutral in, in certain areas. Yeah. And um, they're not, they don't, absolutely don't have this toxic masculinity which I absolutely love and appreciate but I don't really like it when there are um, portraits wait um, wait F- so, sorry girly. what did you say did you say that you love toxic masculinity or no 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 oh god no oh, wait, you, you said that you'd love that they didn't have it yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was. I. I think my brain is. I was like. Did you, did, like. I was. I. She didn't say that she loved toxic masculine. Okay. Now I'm. Okay. So I'm with you. Yeah. Sorry to oh, interrupt. No, no, Continue. No, no. <laughs> Continue. Oh God! I hope I didn't say that. No. I. It, no, no, no. 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 It was just not. me. I'm like. Uh, uh, probably tired. My brain is like. You know. <sighs> After my bathtub okay. incident, my brain isn't working. So you don't like it when they're um, too like too extreme of this girly or macho? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Did did I did I interrupt you or did I like understand correctly? <laughs> Okay, but, but and I and I understand that because sometimes I feel like people have a misconception that if you're gay, you're very like girly like this typical yeah. movie girl, and I'm like, uh-huh. well, there are people that are like that, but there's also like that's not the majority. Like, just because there is someone that is like that, that's like not even girls are as girly as they are on like movies like it's a exaggerate exaggeration and when people put that into fanfic i think it's really hard to like you know to imagine that yeah so i understand that and and i also think that there is this fight in the fanfic or in the takebook world culture whatever that they have to be either very feminine or very masculine and some one of them has to be top and the other one has to be bottom and it has to be yeah. all this like very black or white it can't be like a middle uh-huh. area uh-huh. yeah i i believe in switch all the way me too i'm a very <laughs> switch all the way 100% i have gotten that question so much like are you like do you think he's top do you think he's bottom like i don't know and i don't care like i don't like it isn't i think people often make it out to be that one of them has to be like this really toxic manly man that's like you know uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that, that typical yeah. one and that one be like ah like but it doesn't it isn't like that when you when you watch the members you could start there they're not like that like there's seven very very wonderful very wonderfully strange men but they're not they're not that they're very mixed you you can't um just put them like in in the corner and and say they are just like that they are all so um they can be so different. Exactly. Always, they're so. Um, what is the name? Uh, the word versatile. Versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mean that? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And they have so many layers, and I think it's uh-huh. to just portray. Often, I feel like it's Yang Cook portrayed as this like macho man, and Taeyang portrayed as this very like helpless uh, girly yeah. and I feel yeah. like oh, God. and I'm yeah. like sometimes also young cook cries and that's okay like people need to realize that just because young cook is like buff like he has muscles and tattoos and piercings doesn't mean that he also is like the little spoon like they're still in a relationship where they both have different needs and in a relationship you often like you com- complete each other in so many different ways and to just say that always one of them is this that's not very realistic yeah what i yeah what i also love about all of them is that they are so close to um their emotions actually yeah and that they can talk about their emotions mm. they are so reflective i wish a lot of more men would be like that yeah really. um yeah that that makes them so approachable 
also. Very. I think that's also a very attractive thing in general. Yeah. Like when yeah. I see a man that's like, not not emotional. I not like I I see a man crying and I'm like oh sexy, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm when I see someone that is in touch with their feelings, I'm like, that's yeah. attractive because then, that uh-huh. means that you would, be able to be, in contact with my feelings. Like it will be. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that they are so mm, in balance. Not, I don't want to say in balance because everyone in on this earth can ha- go out of balance in everyday life. But like there's very they are, they are very connected and there are so yeah. many young boys that they look that that look up to them. And I think it's wonderful that they there is idols and celebrities that is like this because some Often these type of um celebrities get very picked on. Yeah. Like for example, I'm not personally a massive Harry Styles fan, but I know there's people picking on him for his his very um what people would say very feminine style and I think that's a manly style. Yeah. I think I always say that the most manly manly thing someone could do is to wear a dress and go out with it. Like that's that's what I call a man, like that can do that and yeah, be comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He he rocks the style. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I understand your pet peeves with this um, entire, entire thing. Absolutely. Um. So, now the question in the episode notes for those of you who are listening. Uh, um, <laughs> those of you who are still listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but those of you who are listening and have the episode notes in front of you, uh, we're at the question, which is Norea's uh, favorite story, which is me then. I'm Norea. Um, so my, I have only read one of yours, and that's Songbird. And since then I haven't read. Um, and, and I don't mean it like, that was the last thing I don't, that I didn't mean like that. <laughs> I just have been very busy and I want to, I want to fully immerse myself okay. into it. And yeah, so that's okay. my favorite story. And that's like my top fanfics. Like like it's I think top three of all fanfics I've read. Oh. Yeah, I'm not like I'm I I love it. It's amazing. And I won't I won't spoil anything, but it's really good. I think I, I was surprised to see um Hobie's role him yeah. working like that. <laughs> At first, I was like seeing him be like, mm-hmm. like his I I love that it was wasn't what I expected, and I also think that both Yungi and Jimin was very fun. They are fun. They are really fun, and I yeah. Yeah, um, and of course the, they the, cook, you know. Yeah. yeah. In, in the second case, uh, they're they're more fun actually. Okay, then I'm yeah. looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. but what is your favorite story that you made? Um, I, ooh, that's 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 a hard question actually. You don't um, have to answer if you don't have one. Like um, it's it's actually to um the first um him. Mm-hmm. I have to say because yeah, it's it's the first I started and it's kind of like my baby yeah. <laughs> because it's already 10 chapters and it's it's really demanding to write yeah. um, this um, 
fanfiction because it's it's a timeline fanfiction and yeah looking i mean i have wonderful help um because i have to advertise now um for kyla's tekuk blog mm. um, it's, it's like the tekuk bible actually yeah and i um do you know the blog what did you say what was the was it what was the call um kyla's tekuk timeline yeah 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 yes yes yeah. yes i know yeah. it's amazing yeah yeah she, incredible my my yeah my shout out to her um it's it's the bible the tiku bible actually yeah. and i um look at it a lot while i write and um yeah she did an amazing job it's incredible yes and yeah i i use it um for references and just yeah look I, and, and watch everything and then start to write yeah She's like So that's the first. Th- that blog is like do you know what it's like the app Akinator? It's like an app uh, where you like you could the app figures out who you're like thinking of like a person. Anyways, I her her blog is like you think that she won't have that information and then you go look and she's like she included that also. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's absolutely. him. Yeah, and <clears throat> um, yeah, and actually Songbird. Yeah. I mean, I I love all the other um, yeah fan fictions I I wrote so far, um, but those are um the first. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think you 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 have told us told us about why you made them um both with him and songbird um but like with um let's see for example let let's say him is there an emotion like a keyword you want to like because you, you i kind of feel like you've said this that you wanted what the purpose of both uh, like what him is about yeah, but I think you can't um, just describe it in, in one word. I mean, no. it's, it's the journey. Because you, um, s- you said that beautiful phrase earlier, and I think that summed it up perfectly. Yeah, um, but him is also um, kind of melancholic mm. um, sometimes. It's very um, blue. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of, um, but there are better days ahead. Um, because yeah, the journey from for example, I just have to say it. If you watch Taeyang when he when they debuted, mm. and he was so funny and bubbly, he still can be funny and bubbly. Yeah. But he was so all over the place, yeah. and then over the years, you can just watch, observe how he matures mm. and gets quieter, and yeah. Th- not sad. He's absolutely not sad. I don't think so. No, but I he, don't. But I, I understand what you mean. He steps. Yeah, he steps back. He takes a step back and observes, and then he just hits you with his jokes, and mm. you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't expect that." Yeah. He sees so. Yeah, he's just so funny. Uh, but, but it's it's measured. It's more measured now, and um, yeah, he's an adult. He's an adult. Yeah. 
I, 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 I really understand what you mean because in the beginning, he was very, as you said, very bubbly. But then also, he especially has had so much. He has been so controlled by staff yeah. that his yeah. way of being is strange, and yeah. then growing up with not with hearing people say like he's strange and weird, and also maturing. It's I think it's hard to, it, it I think it has been hard for him to differentiate between what he thinks is like what he moves past because like he was yes young or what he was not allowed to do like I think he yeah. has had a lot of soul searching to do uh-huh. and also yeah. this is very like um, nerdy of me but I I am I work as a tarot reader and. I the color blue is it's usually used as a very sad not sad color but a very you're feeling blue you know like that uh-huh. but the interesting thing with the color blue is it also that it represents hope yeah so i think that with your story him it does show the heaviness of for example the color blue like the heaviness of his emotions but there is also light ahead is that correct yeah yeah absolutely like jungkook said there's always a way yeah there's always a way and there and i i just like this is this, this isn't a part of the episode notes but i just think that take cook and all, all the members but they cook are so i i'm always so amazed of how far they have come and how courageous they are because yeah. they just like sometimes when I see them like you know laughing and standing and I'm and I get sad like but I'm sad for you because you're not allowed to do this but they're still like they find ways to show us that they are happy mm-hmm. and I think that's yeah. such a a wonderful thing about them that they haven't given up they haven't let the like the darkness take over yeah yeah that's true yeah so that's that's beautiful um do you have the episode notes in front of you uh, you don't need to i was just wondering <laughs> <laughs> yes i do okay <laughs> uh, because I, I forgot which, which question we were at, but I fa- I think I found it because it's next to the typewriter. Um, so I think the question is that now, if you could, would you change anything with... You can take both those um, him and Songbird or like of all their fanfics. Is there something you would want to change with any of them? <laughs> I was... Not with him, but Songbird. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about um, why didn't I add a chapter between the first kiss and when they, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they had sex the first mm. time. When they <laughs> were going at it. I, yeah. Why did I pro- Why didn't I prolong the tension between them? I can well here's I can say as a reader of Songbird the tension was very it was already a lot 
I was like sitting on needles. I was like, when are they going to, like, <laughs> you had me like, I was like, but like, if they don't do it soon, I will explode. Like, I could feel them almost exploding. So, I, uh-huh. I think you, you, you got the tension part. You really did. In a good way. Like, there's some of, some fanfics that you, that people write and they're, they're like taking the tension way too long and I'm like like that's like I no no person would go that long with that tension and some people are yeah. just like hi hello what's your name oh bang 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 boom 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 like, <laughs> like yeah. so, so personally as a reader's point of view I think you had a perfect amount of tension in the beginning between the first kiss and uh, when they had sex but I understand what you mean just just a little bit more you know just attack more yeah you know i wouldn't say no if you wanted to include another chapter like i'm not going to be like (laughs) i won't really want to be like that (laughs) so so, (laughs) then i see what what is this i have something on my Sorry, I I think I got a splinter in my feet. So, wait. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm back. Um, so. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. No, I I, I don't know. If, at first, I thought it was an animal, and I'm scared of every insect that is living or dead. So I fir- first <laughs> thought it was that, but it wasn't. Um, so I don't know what it was. Maybe that's scarier. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so, let's move on to the fun questions. I think the, like I think the previous questions have been fun also, but, you know. <laughs> so, okay. so what would you say, fluff or smut? What would you choose? Mm, I would definitely go with smut. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> there are some really, really, really fluff. Or, or nice fluff stories out there, but yeah, I can't actually name you at the moment one. Not me either, <laughs> but <laughs> but but there, there there is I love when there is fluff in smutty moments. Yeah. Kind of like I love I love when it's like the base is smut and you sprinkle fluff on top of it. That's like I love that. Mm. Yeah, it, that's a good combination. Yeah, and of course, fluff is like it makes your heart melt in such a yes amazing yes, way. True. But when that smut scene hits, it's like ah, oh, I I have to choose smut. <laughs> yeah, but there is this kind of fluff where it shouldn't be too sweet. Of course, yes, it shouldn't be. No, it it like sometimes it's like almost as if they're walking on marshmallow and like it's very (laughs) fluffy and it's like they're not even adults kind of yeah but that is actually another tip if you wrote something sweet and you think is it a bit too much just let it be read it a few days later and then maybe you will feel okay that was too much you know step take a step back and look at it another day yeah. That is what I learned. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like fluff easier gets too much than smut. Like 
smart for it to be like too much you have to go it has to be for me maybe i'm just like have a very like high tolerance but for it me for for me for it to be like that's very smutty it it needs to be extremely kinky like but i feel like with fluff it easier gets like it easier easier gets extreme than smut does yeah. yeah so i would also choose smut um so happy ending or sad ending absolutely happy ending i hate sad endings because i have to cry uh-huh. yes this is this is really bad in, in k dramas they really just rip your heart out <laughs> yeah they don't care they don't care oh they, they absolutely don't care yeah if you feel like a wreck after watching it it's, they don't care no. so i'm absolutely for the happy endings yeah i i i I do agree what you say, but then I know that when I'm writing, I'll be like, hmm, I want this person to die. So <laughs> I don't know if I just, <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm very sensitive. I easily cry, but at the same time, I want it to be like a, like a stab in the gut in the end. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. I want the yeah. both. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, there, there need to be some story elements that mm. that, that, that yeah, the reader. You need you need some excitement. You you just yeah. For example, you need to hit them with something, and then yeah. um, to get the story going, even if you don't like it, and that's actually a hard part to write. Yeah. Because if you don't really like it, what's happening? But you know, it's good for the storyline. Mm. Uh, yeah. For example, have you? Have you watched um, Vampire Diaries? Say again, please. Vampire Diaries. Um, I know the movie, but I haven't watched. Um, no, the series. series. Okay, no, but anyways, there is one person there that, that there's a lot of person people that dies, but there's one. This is a spoiler. If you're ever going to. Oh wait, wait, wait! I think I mixed it up. Vampire Diaries. Oh God, I was. With a book. No, I haven't watched Vampire Diaries. Okay. Anyways, there's there's a man that dies there. There's a lot of because uh-huh. it, you know it's vampires, so people dies every every time. But like, there's one specific person that they kill, and I I was like, that's so unfair. He has been there for so many seasons, and I have grown like I have seen him as a child. I have seen him as an adult, and he is so sweet. And then they just kill him. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 yeah. Now you're saying something. Mm-hmm. So that, and, and he wasn't the main character. So it wasn't uh-huh. that they, it, he wasn't that big part of the plot in that way. But I, I like the happy endings, but even though I hate it when my favorite character dies, I'm like, yeah. it's kind of good. Devastated. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, I know what you mean. Have you watched uh, Warang? What? Warang. Taeyang's when he was in the K-drama. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yeah. I did. There was... I don't. I, I won't say, but... The people who died in that drama, that also was, like... Very, like, sad. Yes. But... What just came to mind um, for me, have you read um, 
not it's not a fan fiction, but do you know the series from um, Lee Badugo, um, Six of Crows? She no. also wrote Shadow and Bones. No, I don't recognize it. No. It's it's um, it's fantasy and um, it's it's actually very very good. Six of Crows and the second book is um, Crook Kingdom. Okay. And at the end, one of the um, characters I so dearly loved just dies. Yeah. I, I was I was devastated. I was I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, why did she do that? Why? Yeah. It wasn't necessary at all. I, and that's the part because I, as a reader, I hated when that happened, but as a writer, I get so sadistic and I'm like, hmm, yeah. how can I do here? So it's it's both, but I, in the end, I would have to, have to agree with you and say happy ending. And what would you prefer when you're writing or reading short chapters versus long chapters? Absolutely long chapters. Yeah. I'm the Absolutely opposite. Because, yeah, just, I mean, when you have a short chapter, it's like, it's like you throw the reader a bone and then you're gone. Hmm. And I also had, hate cliffhangers. That's me. Okay, you shouldn't never never read something of mine. <laughs> That's like exactly me. Like I I love, but I'm also so restless in my body that I need it to be like I can read a lot of a lot a lot in a long time, but I need the chapters to be quick. I didn't feel like your chapters are what I would call long, but it didn't feel long. So maybe I'm just reading the wrong kind of fanfics. I don't know. But but I, I th- th- there's are those uh, chapters people write that are very short like it's like five hundred words and I haven't even been okay. in yeah. reading yeah uh, yeah I, I kind of can understand when people do that because they just want to I don't know throw it out into the world and mm. yeah want want others to read it and and if you just have that five hundred words. And it's it's the first chapter, and you read it, and I think like, hmm, okay, and now, yeah, <laughs> what, what am I doing? And then it takes like four weeks yeah. <laughs> for the second chapter, and it's also just five hundred words. It then yeah. it's very difficult. I I take a long time between my like we talk almost four weeks, but like maybe two uh-huh. weeks, three weeks, and I usually go between 2k and 3k words mm-hmm. yeah um, that's good and for me that's i would say that's like um, the middle ground like mm-hmm. it's not long but it's not short but yeah. I'm, i but i do get annoyed when people have written like just a few hundred words and i'm just like getting into it and there's like i feel like if you if you're reading a story that you're waiting for updates that's difficult yeah yeah so i I really yeah like long chapters and i admire people that write like 10k chapters Mm. (laughs) i mean that's almost the whole story for me but yeah yeah i i i know my mother uh she uh reads a lot of fan fiction a lot of fan fiction and she likes the chapters to be long, like, 
very long and I don't have the patience for that. I, I think your your chapters are long in my kind of way where it's not too long. But if it's 10k words, I would get like no. That's personally for me that's too long for one chapter. Yeah. Because what if it's like ten chapters? Then it's like a hundred. Like no, 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 no. I need, yeah. I need to be able to like divide it up more. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we have some very strange um questions, but I like them. Um, so the, for those of you again that is <laughs> listening that or <laughs> still listening or that is um watching the having the episode notes in front of you there is the first one is that describe your stories or you as a writer or anything like that as an animal uh, we talked earlier about my fear of penguins <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> you contacted me and you were like are you afraid of penguins <laughs> and we had like the most hilarious wonderful conversation so are you going to say penguins? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <clears throat> I will actually um, go with a cat. A cat? Yes, a cat. Because they are, uh, compared to the stories, um, they can be majestic, mm-hmm. they can be lazy, they can be funny, they can... Um, get angry that can be dangerous that's yeah. so cool that's a there, perfect yeah that's a perfect are, like, re- resemblance yeah, yeah. They have, yeah they have so many um, yeah they can be so many different uh, like there's so many layers and characters. so many yeah I always think of Shrek and the donkey when you say layers why <laughs> <I'm really> sorry <laughs> Because of that scene in Shrek where he says ogres have layers. They're like onions. Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the one when he starts peeling? Yeah. Oh my god. Now now you're going to make me think of that every... And I say that a lot. I write that also in like my analysis. I write that there's so many different layers. And in my tarot readings, there's so many layers to... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's okay. We could all use no trick. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Okay. But <laughs> so cat was a wonderful. I I really I re- <laughs> that was really cool. Yes, uh, yes, the cat. <laughs> so if you would if you would pick a song, uh, <laughs> what song would you say would <laughs> represent or Um, I actually don't know there because um, I want to portray so many different um, feelings mm. with each story. Um, <clears throat> it's yeah, it, it must be a different song. I mean, if I think of the one shots I wrote, um, long distance or pose for me. Mm. Um, they, I mean, they are porn without plot, kind of. Yeah, and it's. It would have to be a very sexy song. Mm. So nothing from Shrek then. What? Nothing from Shrek then. 
no, no, not this time, not this no. time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not not this time. Okay. Yeah, so it would, it's I can't really point to a song because but songs with like um, sexy vibe. Yeah, okay. kind of, and okay. for the inspector um, fanfics, it it would be sometimes something dark and aggressive. Now Maybe. I was like, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, at the moment, I maybe would go with Smoke Sprite. Mm. For the Inspector Owls, yeah. Okay, I haven't heard that. Um, with and oh, I, I, I heard Smoke Bride. Oh, like no, a bride, as like a wedding bride. And I was like, Smoke Bride? No, no, no. No, okay, no, Smoke no, no, Sprite, no. yeah. Now you see yeah. my my brain, my brain and my ears. <laughs> we are a wonderful combination. <laughs> we're we're lovely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can't. We're not that. We're we're not boring at least. <laughs> like that's not okay. to me. No. <laughs> not for for us. We're funny. For those of uh, those who are listening, they like jump fast. Like f- f- fast forward. Are they going to stop? And then they're like suddenly Shrek. Like how did they talk about Shrek? And then they jump forward and it's like me, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh. So, so wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then, then it's like a color. I would go with blue actually. Blue. I, yeah. I, that's a, I, I was about to say that's a good color, but like all co- colors are good, but yeah, it's a, I, 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 I could really see that as you, I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue and green actually, yeah, yeah, like for my chapter note, <laughs> yeah, the episode notes here in front of us are green and blue, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I like the combination of those two colors. It's a beautiful combination because it's kind of like heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, it's really beautiful, and together it just mixes like it blends very pretty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I really agree, and I I think that really is like if I, like I don't know anything about like what you look like, but if I would imagine you. I would feel like I, I, I could see what your name is. Can I say your name in a podcast? Yes, you can. It's Tanya, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I see Tanya, I see like the colors I see are like actually not blue and green. Now when I'm thinking after, when I'm like closing my eyes, I see like a purple, like deep burgundy, red purplish. Anyways... I understand that you're writing like that you said blue and green. You know the color you just described is actually my phone case. It is. <laughs> yes. Oh well, maybe I wasn't that far <laughs> off then. <laughs> and my notebook at work. <laughs> it is. Also. Yes. Yeah, because maybe like I'm just too much of a happy terror reader, but that's what <laughs> like I imagine when I saw you. But I get, but one but also your profile is uh, blue right on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, and also the cover of him. 
Yeah. So, and your the cover of him is your profile picture, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's, I think as not not I don't want to say as a brand, but like you as an author and your stories, I can definitely see how blue is like a representative. Like it could be your like your white writing's color. Yeah. So so that was all the questions. How did you yeah. how how are you feeling now after? Um I had a lot of fun. I have I had a very fun myself. I'm so happy you agreed to be here in this very very messy but very funny episode. Yes, absolutely. And I think I'm always like that actually giggling all the time that's good rather than like you can't cry but it would be i would be more it would be more strange if we would just start crying like yeah what? yeah so i think it's good and i know that there's a lot of people that are looking forward to this episode with you so uh, for all of those i want to say thank you because it was wonderful hearing about both you and your your journey but also the work like your art that you do in writing it was very special very fun yeah um yeah thank you to you too for um having me on your podcast of course i was i was really surprised no i was because i'm so honored that you have (laughs) your hair like first when i was going to ask you i was like uh, is she going to say no? Is she, is she going to say yes? She doesn't know me. And I was like, and I kind of just out of nowhere, hey, do you want to guess my podcast? <laughs> like. <laughs> well, so. one of my friends on Instagram is also following you. And um, another um, Chikuger I know from Germany, she um, told me that she um, also subscribed to your podcast and that she listens to every um, yeah, podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why you're here, and I'm happy you're here. So, where I think we're going to say goodbye now because those of you who are listening are probably maybe tired. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in a good way. In a good way. Hopefully. So thank you for everyone who has been listening. It has been wonderful to have you here. Uh, thank you once again, Tanya, for having you here. Yeah, thank you. Um, next episode is uh, or no because it's going to be released after. Anyways, whatever. So happy that you listened, and I will see you soon, and I will be back with another fun episode. So until then, have a great time. So uh, bye. Bye.